This is the Illuminate Podcast, a Sandy Boy production. Each week on the Illuminate Podcast, the hosts will bring you insightful conversations and stories of people who are illuminating their own lives through their business, work, community, family, and world. Hello, and welcome to the Illuminate Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Dr. Emmy Birch, and get ready for some incredible, usable, tangible life tools in this episode with my friend, Crystal Augusti. We're going to talk about the organization Elevate USA, specifically Elevate Savannah. Elevate's a nonprofit organization that believes in building long-term relationships in order to impact urban youth to help them thrive and contribute to the community. We're talking how everyone, especially the youth, can have a positive community impact. I really felt inspired by this episode and I seriously can't wait for you to hear it. If you want more, you can jump over to patreon.com slash theilluminatepod. If you want to see more pictures and the awesome quote cards that came with this episode, check it out on our Instagram page, The Illuminate Podcast, or on Facebook. We are so honored that you are listening today, so no more chit-chat from me. I can't wait for you to hear this conversation. Elevate. No one gets there alone with Crystal Augusti of Elevate Savannah. Today on the Illuminate podcast, we are talking to Crystal Augusti with Elevate Savannah. Hi, Crystal. Hello. Hello. I'm so excited to sit down and have this conversation with you today. I am too. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for being willing and thank you for coming to Savannah. Y'all, Crystal just moved to Savannah and I always get really excited (laughs) when brilliant women move to Savannah. So tell us, Crystal. How did you get to Savannah? Where are you coming from? What's your story? And how did you get into the love of nonprofits? Okay, so I am originally originally from St. Lucia. I was born in St. Lucia, and so my family migrated at a very young age. Um, I was about eight years old. Um, and so we moved, first we moved to St. Thomas, Virgin Islands, and then eventually Orlando. Um, by the time I got to Orlando, um, I was about 10 years old. And so, or yeah, 10 or 12, I think. Yeah. Either way, um, we, we got there and I, I guess we fell in love with Orlando because my family never moved after that. Mm. So we ended up staying in Orlando, did middle school, high school and college. I am a graduate of the, the university of central Florida. Go Knights. <laughs> um, and so I think in high school, just to talk about, a love for for nonprofit, and I think it started in high school. Actually, um, I was very involved in the community, and um, somehow I was always called upon to go help or volunteer, um, you know, with the different clubs and so forth. And I just loved it. I love giving back. I love how I felt after, you know, leaving and, and felt like, hey, I actually did something or accomplished something. And so that grew to me just wanting to pursue um, nonprofit management, which I got my degree in um, at UCF with a minor in public administration. 
Um, so just helping people has been my thing. Um, and but I, I would say specifically um, helping the youth, I mm. think, is my my heart and my passion. Um, in high school, I used to, you know, do the D.A.R.E. program. I know I'm kind of aging myself, <laughs> telling my age, but um, we did D.A.R.E. And so I go talk to the, you know, elementary school students about not doing drugs and staying away from drugs. And I was part of the nonviolence club, encouraging my peers not to, <laughs> not to fight. I was also part of peer mediation, you know, so. I see um, a slight theme here. Yes. So even uh, growing graduating from high school and realizing nursing is not my thing because that's what I was going for. Right? <laughs> Wait, how did you realize? So you went to college for nursing for a hot second? So I, well, I did dual enrollment in high school and I, I'm not sure if you're familiar with it where you could take like, um, they'll bus you over to like a tech school. And you, so mine was CNA, a certified nursing assistant. So by the time I graduated graduated high school, I had the certificate to work as a CNA. Wow. Yeah, but no. So <laughs> I love my nurses. My best friend is a is a nurse, is an RN, and um, I realized quickly that that was not my path. When we did clinicals, it was mm. like the final. You know, we shadowed the nurse and actually had to, you know, go to the patient's room and you know do all that. Yeah, I mean, it's helping people. It makes so much sense when you're like, right? yeah, let's go so down that path. So that's what I thought, right? And then I realized, you know what? That's not it. I had a um, conversation with my professor, and I was like, I love the book work. I love the, you know, like learning about the body and all of this good stuff. I don't like the actual in-person. <laughs> I, don't like, I don't like the nursing part. <laughs> no, and so um, she she, you know, talked to me, talked to me about it and was like, maybe you can look at like, you know, nursing administration or something like that. But I was like, no, I don't think that's it. So then um, that's how I shifted my focus to like um, middle school students. Uh, okay. I volunteered with an organization called um, Every Kid Outreach in Orlando. And that's where I got my first start with, with um, kids. And wow. it was, I became like this big, sister mentor to middle school students and uh, middle school girls actually um and i fell in love with it and i just felt like that's where i belong you know so and you I'm had like, the light bulb like yes oh, this, like, this, this is, is it. it yeah so the next opportunity i got was at another um nonprofit called frontline outreach and they hired me to do um after an after school program for kindergarten through fifth grade Oh, and I was like, whoa, I don't think I could, I don't think I could uh, do that. <laughs> I don't think I'm, you know, but I ended up doing it and loved it. I Hold loved on. It. I just want to acknowledge the awesomeness of all of this. So you still got a certificate in this nursing assistant thing. You know, it wasn't really your thing, but right. you started it. So you finished it. Right. And then you were like, oh, cool. I really like middle school kids. Oh, look, a job for kindergarten through fifth grade. I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm going to try. I feel like there's a life lesson here, Crystal, that we can all learn from you. Don't give yes. up and try hard things. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. seriously. How yes. did you do this kindergarten, fifth grade, after school? What, what did you do with them? So after school, it was um, they came in and they got busted from different schools. And so 
Um, my job was to come up with their curriculum as far as what they would be learning, right? But at the same time, uh, making it fun, making it relatable. I have a group of kindergarten through fifth graders all in one, Ooh, all at once. Big old <laughs> So I put on my thinking cap and, and I was able to successfully do it. And they all loved me. And they're like, Miss Crystal, they're so excited to see me. Miss Crystal, Miss Crystal. And um, I just remember thinking, okay, this is, this is it. This, I, I love this. I want to do this. I know I love community work, but more specifically, I love working with the youth. I think that the youth um, is our greatest investment. When you think about you know, our future and you think about um, what's ahead of us, right? That I ask the question all the time, like why wouldn't we want to be invest? Why wouldn't we want to invest in our youth? Right. Because they're eventually they'll be the leaders of tomorrow, the leaders leading the nonprofits, the nurses, police officers. And I think um, they're lacking that guidance. Um, and so if we can, my organization, Elevate Savannah, you know, if we can um, do that or, or any other youth organization, just pour into them and letting them know that, hey, there's a caring adult. Um, out there for you who supports you, who loves you, who wants to, um, you know, take you to the next level, wants you to dream big, wants you to know that you are worth it, that, you know, there's life after high school, there's a bigger world out there that, that you belong in that world. And so um, the more we have that, I think, the better off our future would be. So anyway, long story short. No, to, that's beautiful. <laughs> long story short to just how I got here to Savannah. So I, I actually worked for, so after Frontline Outreach, I worked for another nonprofit organization called Elevate Orlando. And so um, I started off as a teacher mentor myself, went back to middle school, um, taught middle school for a while and then um, high school. And then eventually um, I left the classroom into more of a leadership role as the program director of Elevate Orlando. And um, last year, September, I got a call from Elevate Savannah saying, hey, um, we're looking for an executive director. Are you interested? Nice. So, <laughs> not knowing anything about Savannah, I, you know, I was like, sure. Because again, I feel like young people are young people wherever you go. Mm -hmm. um, and so my heart and passion and desire, like I said, is to see them thrive and succeed no matter color, age, or, you know, race, whatever. Um, that whether it's Savannah or I don't know, some other England or wherever it may be, um, that, you know, the work that we do um, is very important to, to all of our youth. Yeah, um, it's our so time. I said yes to Savannah. Well, I'm so glad you did. It makes sense now that you said yes, sight unseen of Savannah. <laughs> Miss, I have no idea what I'm going to develop for you as a curriculum, but you're going to love it. Watch. And they did. I have yeah. no idea what I'm going to do in this classroom, but here, and they did. Okay, so we're <laughs> we're learning from you as we go. This is yeah. so cool, and we're really glad you're here. Tell us a little bit. It sounds like this Elevate program is bigger than just Savannah, bigger than just Orlando. Can you give us a little glimpse into what is the Elevate program? So the... The actual model started um, 
about 40 years ago in, uh, in Colorado, Denver, Colorado, um, and it's called Uplift. Now, back in 2008, which is when Elevate Orlando started, um, there were no affiliates, right? So it was just um, Colorado Uplift is what it was called then. Um, we had some businessmen and women in Orlando who um, actually wanted the program to come to Orlando. So Colorado Uplift begun as a um, a jobs program, right? Like, hey, we all of these youth want jobs, but they can't get jobs. So um, Kent Hutchinson at the time, who was the founder, he's now passed, um, decided that he would create this program where you have help students get jobs. But the crazy thing about it is, is they got the job. Once they got the job, they couldn't keep the job. Mm. And that's the model that you're seeing today. And it was, okay, what do we do now that they have these jobs? And the founders were like, okay, let us um, help develop their character so they keep those jobs, right? And so that's how it, it um, kind of, grew to what it is now from a jobs um, a jobs program to more of a character development course um, and so forth. So over 40 years, over 40 years old, the model, and the model is simply building, our, our mission is building relationships with urban, urban youth, equipping them to thrive and contribute to their community. Mm -hmm. And the way we do that is through four um, component areas, one being the accredited class, right? Um, the second one is mentoring, third, um, college and career, and the fourth one, adventure. With the accredited class, it's we partner up with the public schools. We're in 17 cities, by the way. And wow. so Elevate Savannah is the 11th affiliate that, that got started. And so um, with the accredited class, we developed this partnership with the um, public school system where we hire our own full-time teacher mentors to go in and teach this character quality um, class. So they're learning 13 character qualities and life skills that we help them understand, like it's not only for, um, for high school, but beyond that, or for middle school, but beyond that, that these are actual skills that you will be learning and, and um, using on a day-to-day. -day. Um, and so we have mentoring, which we like to call our secret sauce. Um, our teacher mentors uh, really do life with our students. Uh, so after they're done teaching for the day, then after school, um, we have after school mentoring. Um, and not only after school, but on weekends, I mean, um, during summer breaks, uh, fall break, they're hanging out with their teacher mentors. And we're building relationships with, um, with our students because the goal is if we can build that relationship, then we can hopefully influence them to choose um, a better path if they haven't already. Um, and so with college and career, we encourage them um, to go towards three tracks. So it's not, I, I'm gonna graduate and I'm not gonna do anything with my life. No, you're gonna graduate and you're gonna choose either college, um, military or trade school, depending on your interest. Um, and so our teacher mentors walk them through that process, whether it's admissions, um, college tours, which we have one um, scheduled for August. I mean, for September, by the way. Nice. 
Um, so it's exposing them to life outside of their, their norms so that they can create new norms. Um, and so the adventure program, again, is just, you would be surprised how much our students, well, demographics that we serve don't know Right. And when I say don't know or haven't been exposed to. Um, and so adventure for us is is us just being very intentional about taking students outside of their neighborhoods or um, what they're used to. It could be trying a new restaurant. It could be um, going on another to visit another side of town, uh, whatever that adventure looks like. It's a new opportunity that challenged them. Um, to go beyond their um, what they're used to, um, beyond their norms, and see how you know others and interact with others and get to know others, whether that's you know um, cultural differences or finding similarities and all that stuff. So it's really being intentional about getting our students out there um, and outside of what they their comfort zone, outside of what they feel like is or outside of what they feel like has defined them right like this is me this is who i am well have you tried this have you tried that so we challenge them in those ways as well i think that this is incredible just by the way reading your website was incredibly inspiring but to hear you explain the why and the how Mm -hmm. and the takeaways from this like what you're doing with the youth building these relationships, being intentional about redefining your boundaries of who you are. Yes. Yes. These are also things that we can all do Mm -hmm. as great citizens. I like to say we're creating global citizens, right? That it doesn't matter if you stay here in Savannah or you go across the world, you know, to somewhere else that you, you have character. Um, you know what it, it, it means to work on a team. You know what it means to communicate the importance of communication, um, to be a person of integrity. Um, as you grow into whatever you're, you know, that man or woman that you're going to be or whatever um, career you're going to choose that you, you're always going to be using these 13 character qualities and life skills that we're teaching you. Can we talk about what those 13 things are? Because I'm feeling like some of these quote cards are going to be such good guideposts for every listener as just being a better human. But what are these 13? What are these 13 things? Okay, so we have um, what we call seven character qualities and six life skills uh, for success. And the seven character qualities are vision, courage, respect, caring, responsibility, positive work ethic, and integrity. And the six skills for success or life skills um, is what we refer to. Um, Career mindedness, communication, leadership, problem solving, decision making, and goal setting. I feel like if I could just like when I'm in one of those funks where I'm not sure what I want to accomplish that day, I feel like if I could just run through that list and just reassess, am I, am I having all these characteristics? Okay, what which of these mm-hmm. life skills can I utilize? I feel like that's yes. a great checklist just to be a an impactful. A well-rounded human. individual, yeah. right? Yes. And so how are they taught these things? You have these teacher mentors. Is there a whole Elevate curriculum with yes. lessons and stuff? So we have, um, uh, our curriculum comes from Elevate USA, 
mm-hmm. uh, the national, um, what we call the national parent or parent organization. And so Elevate USA um, helps us out with curriculum, you know, basically everything we need to ensure that the program is running well in our city um, outside of funding. They help us with funding here and there, but for the most part, they provide all, I think we have around 800 plus um, lessons um, yeah, that we can pull from. And so our teacher mentors teach those character qualities and life skills in the classroom. So each lesson um, has a character, a character quality or life skill. And so we're also big on social emotional learning. So that's embedded into our um, curriculum as well. Yeah, learning how to handle those emotions. And I heard the other day, a especially friend after COVID. Oh, I know. I've, they're like, yeah. I've, I've had every single emoji that I've experienced this week. And I mean, that's, I, they said it out loud. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's true. That, yeah. That's exactly life. Then yeah. how do you handle it? And teaching the yeah. youth to handle it. Mm-hmm. So knowing these 13 things that you teach in the curriculum and knowing yeah. the, the core components of how you achieve your goal of, of impacting and creating commu- like positive community impact, you say that no one gets there alone. Mm-hmm. So even if the listener isn't into nonprofit world or isn't into working with youth, what are some of the takeaways we could apply from your programming for all of us to become more impactful community members? I think it's no one is an island unto themselves, right? I think that people need people regardless of what um, sector of work you're in. Um, and I think our our tagline of no one gets here alone, I think that speaks volume. You don't have to be a nonprofit to apply that to your life. You could think of someone in your life who have helped you get to where you are today. And as I guess human beings, right? That I think if we think that way, would be more inclined to help others, would be more inclined to um, have a heart of service, regardless of your um, your work, your your sector of work. So even if it's not in nonprofit, but it's for profit, I mean, um, having a heart of service could never lead you wrong, right? Mm-hmm. That you would only make your customers more happier. <laughs> yeah. um, and you know make others happy that at the end of the day if if each person is helping one person we're all going to get there wherever there is right because Mm -hmm. everyone's getting the help that they need and so um especially now um during such i guess I don't know the the times that we're in right Mm -hmm. this is like a weird political division yeah the COVID threats and mm-hmm. monkeypox, and I mean just everything that has like everyone um, just a just on edge. And we've just had a rough couple of years from mm-hmm. 2020 till now. You know, it's been it's been a rough couple of years just adjusting to um, the things that have happened to us nationally, globally, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so now I think everyone just. If we can be a little kind, you know, everyone just be just a little kind to to everyone. Be kind to everyone, you know, right. that maybe we can um, we can help heal a lot faster. And that idea that the there is different for everyone, but no matter where there is, I love how you said yeah. that. 
no matter where there is, no one gets there alone. I'm thinking about these four things, like accredited mm-hmm. classes. Like you might not be a youth in middle or high school taking these 13 characteristic courses, but there are podcasts to listen to and audiobooks to listen to and conferences to go to to amp up whatever piece of that puzzle that you're working on. And think about mentoring and the power of just asking someone for help or adventure like you now you have me motivated i think this weekend i'll go to a restaurant that i've never been to or go on the other side of town or something yes and then of course college and career preparedness even if you've made it to where you want to be stagnant is never a comfortable place right right and what i tell our our students the world is your playground right that Mm -hmm. just because you've been doing this one thing for so long doesn't mean that you have to do it for the rest of your life, right? I think part of where, as adults, where we get stuck is we think, oh, we get complacent, we get comfortable. Um, and so we let our our dreams die with us. But knowing that as long as you're alive, that, hey, that all you have to do is, you know, make a change or, or, or want to change or want to explore and um, go out there and play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that. I almost want to change the title of the episode and be like, go out there and play. What a great send out. That is so cool. Crystal, I've really enjoyed getting to know a little more about you and a little more about Elevated. And I'm just so excited about what this gives us as listeners, as a tool and a resource as we continue to seek our quote unquote there. This has been really fun. You know, we always end with some episode, end of episode questions, and I'm sure we're going to unpack a little bit more as we go through this. Okay. What is the the best or most recent book that you've read? So I just got done with, um, it's called The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry, and it's by John Mark, I think his name was, John Mark. uh, Caro, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I'll link it in the episode notes. Okay, great. But, um... Yeah, he just talks about how to to be present um, and not allow the busyness Mm. of life to consume us. And um, it's been helpful, especially now in my new role as executive director. Um, I have to find time to be alone and and reset because, I mean, someone is always pulling on me or whether it's a donor or um, a student or a staff member or, you know, someone's, hey, I need this from you. And so finding that time to just quiet my mind um, and reset um, and eliminating. Even the book talks about just being, even when you're at rest, you could be busy mm-hmm. because your mind continuously, it's like think about what to do next. So even if yes. you take that day off, you're not even resting. It's like, this false. This I feel false so seen right rest, now. Right? I feel so seen. I'm going to have to this book. But you're thinking about the 99 things that you you haven't done or need mm. to do that the present moment passes you by and you haven't truly rested because you haven't disconnected from any of that. You've just been thinking about what to do next. So, yeah, I do That's recommend it if anybody is kind of struggling with, with that. So busyness oh that's a good one. Oh, thanks for sharing who yes. or what is illuminating or inspiring you right now so this is a young lady um 
she was one of my girls when I was a teacher mentor back in Orlando. Um, and I started or started building a relationship with her when she was in um, um, ninth, I think ninth, eighth or ninth grade. She has since graduated, graduated with honors. Um, she moved away out of state um, to Arkansas, actually, to go to college. She graduated from college, top of her class. Um, and now she is applying to medical school. Yes. Wow. But it, without like really going a whole lot into her story, just she's been homeless. She's been, um, you know, hungry at times. I remember, you know, being her mentor and her her calling me like, hey, Miss, you know, Miss Augusti, we don't have any food. Could you bring me something to eat? And um, I I would. And, and so just really being there for her and showing her that. Um, she's important that she, she care, like I care for her and, and she's valuable. And mm -hmm. so fast forward to just seeing where she came from and where she is now, whenever I feel down or feel a little, you know, inspiration and think about the work that, that I'm doing, I think about her. I think about mm -hmm. all of the, the young women or, or young men who are out there on their own and, um, having that one caring adult could change their lives, like change the whole trajectory of their lives. Like it, it did with her, you know, mm -hmm. I just happened to be the one in her life, but I'm pretty sure that there are many other um, young people who have that one person that they can talk to and help um, push them to the next level. So she's, um, and then what really caught my heart the other day, she called me, because we still keep in touch even now. Because mm, you've built um, the relationship. Yes, and that's inspiring. Yes, itself. built the relationship, and so either she's um she's called me about boy drama or something <laughs> awesome has happened in her life, right? And um, the other one was well, the last one was her deciding on um, what medical school to go to. She had multiple choices. Yeah, so she had two choices. Yes, she had two choices, and we were, we were talking about it, and um just helping guide her and, and seeing like she is now an adult, like mm. she's adulting, she's a whole adult. <laughs> um, and I find inspiration in that because now she's going to help other people. And mm. with the whole, no one gets there alone. I didn't get there alone. She knows that she didn't get there alone and she will help someone because she realizes that. But I definitely find inspiration from her. What a beautiful story. Thank you for sharing that. No worries. Yeah, that's amazing. Okay, so now I do think I know the answer to this one. <laughs> okay, what is an organization that you would like to illuminate? Elevate Savannah. <laughs> <laughs> now I will make sure to link the, that um, direct link in the episode notes. Yeah. If people aren't in Savannah, how can they find out if there's an Elevate chapter in their community? Um, they could go online to um, elevateusa.org. And from there, they'll get to see like the different, we're in 17 cities. Um, so they'll get to see the different cities um, in each, well, the different affiliates in each city. And so um, they have their own websites and, you know, it can call them up and get involved. Um, definitely feel free to get involved with Elevate Savannah. If you're here, I welcome you to a site visit. Um, just get in touch with me um, and come out and see our young people. And I know a lot of times 
um, because of the schools that we're at, the demographics that we're at, there's a lot of um, negative, um, you know, narratives or conversations surrounding those um, low performing schools. But I think we're doing something special. Uh, we're at Beach High School, Duran Middle School and Hodge Elementary. So if um, anyone wants to come out for a site visit and see what we're doing um, and changing lives, changing their futures, feel free to call or or um, reach us on www.elevatesavannah.org. <laughs> I love it. So people can donate financially. They can donate yes. their time. They can just support yes. the program. So that is, it's such an incredible organization as we've heard in this conversation. It is. It is, it is life-changing. And you'll hear a lot of our students talk about how Elevate isn't just a class, but it's an experience. It literally is an experience that, um, first of all, our classroom is not traditional, right? There's always um, at least two teachers in the classroom. And that's because we're, we're being very intentional, intentional about building relationships with them while teaching content. Um, so, and I mean, after school, knowing the feeling, like knowing someone is there whenever you need them mm -hmm. um, to walk through those difficult days. I mean, as adults, we struggle with it. Imagine, mm -hmm. you know, our young people. So I think that's what they appreciate that. Our young yeah. people appreciate having um, people that they can relate to, our teacher mentors, um, and knowing that they really do care about them. Some of that's the other um, teachers outside of Elevate, like the regular teachers would be like, well, how is it that they listen to you guys or listen, you know, in your classroom, but they don't listen in ours? And it's not a secret. It's, it, it is simply we are very intentional about building relationships. And I think that's one of the reasons the schools um, love what we bring is and it's free to all schools, by the way. It's just a matter of us receiving the funding, hiring new teacher mentors and then expanding to new schools. But it's we come in and we're like, we, we want to help you. We want to help the culture of the school. We want to be that extra support for teachers. If we have students who are not listening in your class, then their mentors will talk to them and connect with them and make sure that they get on track. So it's that, again, no one gets there alone. Mm. Yeah. This is so inspiring. I can't wait to go check out some of the other cities, and I'm really excited. We have to do a site visit together soon. I'd yes. love to see it in action. Yes. All right, before I let you go, what is the message that you want to send out to the world, the one thing that matters? The one thing that matters. Be true to yourself. Be true to yourself so that others can... Um, I guess, see that light in you, like whatever, whatever it is that you bring to this world, like be true to that um, because there's someone else who needs it. And maybe you haven't met that person yet, or maybe that person is around. You just don't know how much you mean to them. Like, but be who you are and, and, and be that to the fullest so that others um, could glean from that and, and grow from that and, and I feel like people underestimate like who they are in other people's lives like just because just because someone doesn't tell you like oh my gosh you're my hero oh my gosh you know I look up to you it's happening all the time 
and I and I feel like when we're not our, our true self that we um, in a sense deny people of, of that right because it's like man just being yourself could help so many people <laughs> and and bring us all together so so be a true self someone is someone is waiting on you to do that I'm so glad that you are yourself and that you are the executive director of Elevate Savannah and that you are here. Thank you. Thank Thank you for coming on the Illuminate podcast. I appreciate you. And thank you for just allowing me the space to talk about my passion. I appreciate it. What did you think, my friends? What did you learn? No one is an island in and of themselves. People need people. And that's why no one gets there alone. What are you going to do today? to have an adventure, to try something new, to think outside your box? What are you gonna do today to work on your career preparedness? What are you gonna do today to mentor someone or to learn something through a class? How can you take the incredible ideas behind Elevate and their programming and become a human that can give the best type of community impact? Because like Crystal said, you're the only you you that lives in the whole entire world. Live truthfully into yourself because you never know who might need you. I'm so glad that you've listened today. Let us know what you think, and we will see you next time on the Illuminate Podcast.